Yeah. Um, you know, greetings from not so sunny Florida, but, but we are in Florida and, uh, we got here last night and, um, you know, it's, it's exciting time of the year. You know, you, you do all your work, all your prep, you do, you know, every single thing that you do, it kind of builds at this moment. And in our level of basketball, it's even more, you know, there's, um, the ACC and the SEC and some of these tournaments, they'll go into it with not the same urgency, um, you know, not the same pressure that, that our types of tournaments have. Uh, a lot of those teams already know their destination if they're out or if they're not. And, and, um, you know, you, you got to embrace, you got to embrace kind of the the pressure and, and, and embrace the, um, the, the, the kind of finality of, of understanding that, you know, it's winter going home. And, and I got older guys who, you know, that are excited about that. And I'm excited about it too. So uh, we don't quite know our opponent yet. You know, it's going to be Arkansas state or Troy and, and then we'll, we'll roll with whoever it is on Saturday. All right. We'll start with Dave Rigger. Coach, can you kind of talk more, a little bit more about the the finality of it all and just the, the pressure of, of playing in these tournaments like this? And do you feel like your team is kind of built for this with having some older guys that, that, that seem to kind of embrace this? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you always say don't act differently in tournament games. Um, but the truth of it is, it's different. And, you know, some things just get amplified. And, you know, you don't want to beat yourself. And that, that that's number one. You know, it's it's some of the things that kind of take the win on the road are are similar to what it takes to win tournament games. And, you know, we, we got to make sure we value possessions and don't turn the ball over. Our, our defense has got to be um, unbelievable. Um, and, and you got to rebound and, and you do certain things like that that takes to win on the road. And, and in the tournament, it does it is amplified. I want to ask you about Fat a little bit more. I know we've talked about him, but winning the sixth man of the year, be, being second team all conference, he leads you in scoring and rebounding, coming off the bench um, in, in conference play. Just can you talk about his transformation? And I talked to him last night, and, and he was talking about how you guys recruited him when you were at Georgia Southern and then and made the switch to JMU. And just kind of talk about the whole, whole process and where he's at right now. Yeah, I mean, his, um, his recruiting process was different, um, like a lot of guys in high school right now. And, and you know, you know, it's for successful as he was, whether it be in AAU or high school, he still was under the radar with the exception of people in Georgia knew about him. And, um, you know, Andrew Wilson was, was tracking him all year, and then uh, I was tracking him towards the end. And, and, you know, we just thought he fit our style. We thought he was, um, you know, a multi-positional guy. And, you know, what you get with him, like you see things on him, the court is, is who he is. He doesn't hide his emotions. You know, he's a guy who when he's upset, you're going to know he's upset. Um, when he's being competitive, you're going to know he's being competitive. Um, but to give him the credit is he put a lot of work in on his individual game in the offseason. Um, but he is extremely competitive and, and loves basketball. So you mix all those things together. I think we're the perfect style for him. I don't know if there's a better style in the country that kind of would utilize him better than what we do. And he takes advantage of, of being able to use his natural talents and his hard work in the off season and being aggressive to make plays. If you mentioned you don't know who you're going to play yet, Troy Arkansas State. Is that a challenge? Just kind of waiting and seeing who you're going to play before, especially since you haven't played Arkansas State, if they'd be able to pull off the upset tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you you see all kinds of things in these tournaments. Um, so we're getting ready for two teams right now. We're getting ready for Arkansas State and then Troy, and we'll all be at the game. We'll be able to live scout the game tomorrow. And uh, my staff is kind of ready with two different game plans. And when that game's over, 
we kind of really kind of prepping our guys more focused on that one opponent. Uh, we're going to practice here in about another hour and we're kind of looking at both of them working on ourselves. Um, you know, you like to sometimes have a singular makes it, you know, less work and kind of more tunnel vision, but at the same time, uh, I like to take advantage of this opportunity for us to fix some things and get better too. Was there a point this year where maybe it was when you were two and three in conference play, or dropped a couple of home games, the, the close loss to South Alabama? Was there a turning point that where you kind of felt like your team kind of found itself? Yeah, I mean, we we never had a true identity. I think till till maybe even after the that what you're talked about, we were two and three, and um, you know, we came back home and and, and had a, you know a, a tough game against Georgia Southern after that, but. Um, started to get things going and found our identity, um, you know, whether it be on the defensive end or offensive end. And, and you know, previous to that doesn't mean we weren't playing well or weren't successful. Our non-conference record was really good. But you got to stand for something. You got to know who you are. And that really gets tested in league play. And we juggled a lot of different lineups, a lot of different illnesses and a lot of different things that, you know, weren't those those opportunities weren't afforded to us. We we didn't have it. I looked at Marshall, and you know, Marshall started the same group every single game this year. And the the first sub off the bench has been the first sub every single game this this year. Well, they knew who they were earlier, and um, we didn't. But we found ourselves, you know, after that tough start in, in the Sun Belt, and and then you know, played really good ball towards the end. All right, next up, Noah Fleischman. DNR. Okay, there we go. I was frozen. Um, you talked about you talked about approaching kind of you know this neutral site, some somewhat as like a road game. You guys played well, kind of toward the end of conference play on the road. You know what what is the key to like you know winning on the road, especially in those last you know you went like three and one, I think, in that four game stretch to close the the road slate. You know what's been the key to your team finding success you know on the road in conference play. Yeah, I mean, I don't think just at the end. I think we were good on the road all year. Um, you know, the our losses were at Georgia Southern, close loss, Southern Miss, who won the league. And, um, you know, th 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 those were tough ones. And South Alabama was a controversial call at the end of the game that easily could have went our way, um, that we could have won that one too. So easily could have been seven to two on the road. So it was just our, you know, our mentality. Uh, I think our guys embraced the extra challenge. And, and hopefully that's what we do for this tournament, too. Um, if we play Troy, uh, you know, I know they're one of the closer teams down here. I don't know if they'll have fans or not. But um, the neutral site, sometimes there's not a lot of fan energy in the building and in neutral sites. You know, it's you got your family and friends that are at the game and the other team's got their family and friends. So um, a lot of things generated within the team. So whether it's a tough environment with some some of those we played in and, and, and did well or it, it might be just an environment where it's, it's, you know, steady and the nervousness and everything else. We got to embrace that too. Uh, the, the thing is, you know, you know, it's different, but at the same time you go back to just do your job, you know, do what you're supposed to do in that moment, you know, to understand the details of the game, be locked in. Don't think about things that aren't in that possession and, and, and just try to win each possession at a time. And that's the same philosophy we had on the road during the year, same philosophy we're going to have in a tournament. And then kind of going off that, you know, when you're in a building that might not be, you know, full or, you know, place that, you know, on the road or at home during the regular season, you're playing in a pretty full building no matter what, you know, how do you kind of create energy? Is that kind of feeding off a guy like Terrence who, you know, just shows his emotion either way or, you know, how do you try to create the energy to, you know, get the flow of the game going? 
Yeah, it becomes with everybody um, on the team, whether they're in the game or not in the game. And we depend on our culture and a lot of things like that. And, you know, we have a phrase that's in our locker room. It's hung up. It's um, we talked about all year and it's called unconditional energy. And we want our guys to have unconditional energy no matter what. During good times, bad times, big crowds, small crowds, that that we want unconditional energy is hopefully a staple of our program, and we're going to need it this weekend, too. Yeah, and then Terrence was sixth man of the year. What is it, you know, they like to see him kind of, you know, get that award and after, you know, he's kind of taking that next step in his game this year? Well, it takes sacrifice to come off the bench. And, you know, he has to have trust in us to understand that that was the best thing for our team. And, and he still can have individual success doing that. And, you know, for him to come off the bench, he, he sacrificed doing that. But he, he came off the bench and was really successful for us. Um, our, our bench was you know, the, one of the strongest, if not the strongest part of our team. And, um, you know, he led that group and, and you know, gave us great energy and offensive and, 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 and aggressive and competitiveness off that bench. And, and we'll need that coming through. But, um, you know, it's a lot of guys want to start. And everybody says, you know, let me start, let me start, or I need to start or whatever else. And this just shows that first off, you can get recognized by being on conference by not starting, but also people realize, you know, how well you're playing when you're coming off the bench. Yeah, and then the last thing I had for me was, you know, how good does it feel now to, you know, be playing in a conference tournament this year after last year, not, you know, being in this spot? Yeah, I mean, last year was as frustrating as I've ever been in coaching. Um, and it was tough for me to hide. I didn't know how to do it. It's um, tough for the players. And, you know, there was it was an awful feeling. It, you know, it really was. We didn't work any less hard last year. Um, we didn't care any less last year. Um, but, you know, th this year it, it just felt like, you know, there, there there's a reason behind our work. There's a reason behind our caring. There's a reason behind what we're trying to do and our mission and our goals. And, um, you know, it's night and day. It, it, it really is. Um, the feeling last year, we were home for no reason of our own. And, and this year we got an opportunity and, and, you know, we're going to, when we play on Saturday, there's going to be eight teams left and we're going to be one of eight to have a chance to play. All right. Next we'll go to Colby with freeze TV. Hey coach. So um, earlier this year, you guys played in some classics and kind of had a lot of consecutive games in a row and things like that. So do you think that prepares you for what you hope is the three games in three days? Yeah, I mean, that's what we did, did the tournament for in Savannah, um, to understand what it's like to to play a game and get ready and play one immediately the following day. Uh, our league, you know, we play two games in three days on Thursday, Saturday, and sometimes those Saturday games come quick. I mean, it almost feels like one day when you add travel and all that. But, you know, you say three games in three days, that's not even our philosophy or mentality. It's, it's one in one day. And, you know, we're just um, – you know, trying to do anything we possibly can to win the one on Saturday by at least one point, uh, win it by one point, and 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 then you move on. And um, anything else that you're looking ahead of or looking past that, you're not. Um, we know how difficult Saturday is going to be, and uh, we're going to have to overcome adversity and challenges and and, and difficult things that day. And um, if we don't, we'll go home. And if we do, we'll we'll get on to the next one. And can you just talk about for you kind of being back in a Sun Belt tournament and being able to coach in that again? Can you just talk about that from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, any any tournament, you know, it's 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 different. Um, 
You know, my first year at JMU, uh, I thought we had the best team in the league and we won the regular season championship. And I got the player of the year sitting out in Matt Lewis. And, um, you know, we, we fought hard. It was a it was a game in our own building, limited fans. But um, that didn't quite feel like a tournament. Um, you know, it, it felt different, um, you know, truthfully, just because of being in our own building. But getting to these neutral sites and getting these teams and the excitement and um, of everybody understanding and, you know, you're always receiving a bunch of text messages and different things like that. Everybody knows how important it is um, for your team, um, for the players, for the coaches, for the fan base. So all that adds up to um, just a, a lot of attention and excitement. And, you know, we want to play well. And, you know, sometimes you got to win when you don't play well. And, and, and I've been back in the Sun Belt before and I've, I've learned that from experience that, you know, you can you can make mistakes. You don't have to play perfect, um, but you got to just figure out a way to get through it and win, win the game. And, and, that, that, and that's a lot of these games this time of year. And the team um, had some close games early in conference play that you guys kind of fell. And then like later in conference play, some of you guys got better in close game situations. How do you feel your team is now where, I mean, every big moment, especially near the end is important to obviously winning the game. Yeah. You just got to trust to do what's right. And um, we actually watch a lot of situational stuff with our team from other teams, from ourselves. And, and, and look, you can do everything right. And sometimes uh, the end result won't be right for you. And while you want to put yourself in the best situation, you want to understand what we're supposed to do in those situations. And, you know, we've, we've had a lot of, kind of experiences throughout the year that have, that have built us, you know, do we have, have we experienced everything and, and know exactly what to do? Perfect in every situation. No, but no one else does either, but we've experienced a lot and gone through a lot to where um, I feel we're going to be prepared as we, as, as we possibly can be. Thank you coach. Mm -hmm. All right. One last one to Dave Rigert. We'll be done. And, and coach, obviously now March Madness is here. The tournaments have started. Um, so many people love this and it's a big deal around the country. Do you get excited for this? You talk about your players are excited for this. Do you get excited for this moment? Is this part of why you coach? Yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot of friends from different coaches and, and different places across. And, you know, you, you see their games, you cheer them on, you know, you, you want what's best for them. And, um, you know, while you're going through your own, the, pretty much the rest of the world stops. And, you know, it's you, you're just like looking like it just at what you have to do in, in your moment and anything else that's on the extracurricular when, when you're not playing or like when you're out of your tournament or your tournament's over. Um, I love it. I mean, I'm a fan. And last year I couldn't watch it. I, I couldn't watch any tournaments. I couldn't watch anybody else go through it. Um, last year was just was just like a two week misery period for for me um, when when we weren't in it. Um, but typically, yeah, you, you're cheering on other guys, you're, you're loving excitement. Um, it's a crazy time of year. And if you're a fan and you have not been to one of these tournaments, you're missing out. You, you, you truly are. Um, you know, if, if your team's playing and that adds more into it, but if sometimes your team's not playing, it, it, it's a special event and you, you can kind of feel everything in the building, the urgency, the excitement, you could, you could feel it. And um, it's a great experience. And hopefully we'll have some fans there that can experience it with us and help, 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 um, you know, try to push us through.